0: Weed. Fine weed. Where is the garden? Oh, here I am, sir. Over here. What are you doing? Pulling up my best flowers. My money, stop taking. Both <laughs> well, all right. I found a good spot for the rhododendrons, planted them in that big patch of red earth at the side of the house. You green-fingered nitwit! That's a tennis court. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh, I thought that net was to keep the birds away. <laughs> Just look at this garden, absolutely choked with wheat. I thought I told you to pull up that dead trap. Why can't move it, sir? Couldn't move it, you lazy good-for-nothing! I'll, I'll show, show you. Yeah. Here, i you. Here, I I'm going to give you an answer. It's no good, it won't
1: budge.
0: That was an excerpt from Deep Are the Roots. Number of the books we recommend you to read, especially during the next half hour. Meanwhile, for those who can't read, here is a sort of radio show which is beyond our care Among those taking part are Wheelwright Amberly Groatfield, Mrs. Nipp, the House of Commons Yo Yo Team, <laughs> George and Lily Brisket, <laughs> Coloratura Soprano Mildred Gasto. Oh, I bet she's got a good range. So <laughs> continue Carissima Rogers. Maverick Scott Johnston and of course Mr. Kenneth Horn, who prefers to remain anonymous. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenneth Hall! <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome to Beyond Our Ken, the show that makes you want to jump for joy. That's if she's in the room with you. Well, now I've had a busy week as usual. On Monday I wrote a fan letter to Brigitte Bardot. Well, I say she has quite a lot of admirers, but my love for her is rather different. I'm after her money. (laughs) On Tuesday, I was invited to be the liaison officer of the Suspension Bridge Society, a sort of go-between, I suppose. However, I couldn't accept, because my time is rather taken up these days, I have a special duty to perform at the meeting of our local ladies sewing circle. I'm the chief (laughs) croupier. On Thursday, I was asked to go and see our producer, Jake Brown, Who wanted me to to give him a reference on his application for a passport? Well, apparently the Foreign Office are not too keen on letting BBC people out of the country uh, in case they come back again. (laughs) However, on Friday, I decided to stay at home and indulge in my latest hobby, (laughs) songwriting. That magic night in June, in June, uh, Prudence, yes, sir. what rhymes with June? Oh, spoon, sir. Oh, I never thought of that. Thank you, Prudence. That magic night in June, oh, we stood beneath the silver spoon. No, it doesn't hit quite right, Prudence. Perhaps October would be better. That magic night in October, you look so different sober. There, is that better? Well, sir, can I be frank? Well, of course you can. I prefer you as prudence, but, uh, Well, now, what, what do you think? Well, sir, this songwriting of yours, with all due deference to your creative abilities and your devoted patronage of the art and with the greatest respect, sir, uh, I should stick to your crochet work. Here, have a cup of coffee. You'll feel better. Oh, oh, sorry, Sir Dooley. Oh, Prudence, look what you've done. You've built the coffee all over my music. There's blobs everywhere. Oh, I hope I haven't destroyed a masterpiece. Well, Prudence, you might have leave it.
1: Ah, oh, just a minute. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes.
0: thank you, Prudence, for spilling that coffee. I shall call it, My Love for You is Insane. Ah. My love for you is instant. I've got ground for loving you. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll go, sir. Exact
1: gentleman from the soul
0: school? stone. Oh, you mean Oscar Berlin the second? That's right. Good morning, Mr. Holmes. See, uh, yeah, I say I'm mad about your door time. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's one of my earlier compositions. Yeah. No, but come on, now, let's have a look at your songwriting efforts. Ooh, 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 these lyrics, a bit saucy. That's my diary. Oh, <laughs> here's the song, here. Oh, right. Imagine 9 October, and you look so different sober. Oh, no, no, I'm afraid not. Oh, what's the matter with it? It's been done. I mean, it's all right to list ideas from other composers, but you must give them a bit of a twist. Look at some of my hit songs. A uh, Nightingale Sang in Printing House Square, <laughs> We'll Gather Olioc, <laughs> and of course, Smoke Gets in Your Ears. I see. Well, now look, Mr. And what exactly is wrong with my song? Well, I've told you before, Mr. Owen, there are several successful ingredients for a popular song. First, you must have a touch of sentiment. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing you must remember is that nowadays, a spot of Latin American rhythm is essential. Yes, yes. I'm with you there. Yeah, good. And finally, people don't want to be miserable. So it should also contain a humorous thought or two, you see. Yes, yes. Thank yes. you. Now, just yes. give me a
1: moment,
0: will you? All right. Uh, I, look, I've got it. Now, how's oh. My grey-haired mother, char Charles on the bedpost overnight. Ah. That's it. It's marvellous. What a hit. Just wait and see. I guarantee that within two weeks, you'll have a song entrance for the International Festival of Unpopular Songs. <laughs> and if you should win, you know what that means. Now what? Enough money to give up songwriting and go into an honest business. Prudence. <laughs> Oh, well, Prudence, there you are! Isn't this is exciting? I've got a good chance of getting a song into the international festival. Oh, do you think I'll sing it, sir? Well, I shall sing it myself. Now let, let me see. It's something haunting, I think. You will be when you've murdered it. That's sir. enough Prudence. Now, plenty of coffee. Two hundred and four. Remember the title, My Devonshire Mama, and the title of the next entry is Music is Better Than Words, which is to be sung by Good Heaven, Pat Lancaster. No. Jolly nice, that. Oh, what am I saying? I'm next. Jolly, good luck, Ken. Oh, thank you. You've heard of the old lamplighter And the old umbrella man But neither of these is quite as old As the old sandwich board man Smile for everyone
1: he meets
0: everybody knows Dan and the sandwich board man as he shuffles on his crown the passers by a floor, but his feet are a firm lip. On the ground, he never gets for home. His dearest smile will banish gloom. Though his lord says, prepare the meat thy doom. He stands, and the sandwich brought my the last song in the All British final, and I'm just getting the result from our panel of judges. And yes, here it is. The winning song is The Sandwich Board Man.
1: <laughs> so this
0: means that this song has been voted the finest song that Britain can produce to compete in the international contest next week at Monte Carlo. Oh, well, Monte Carlo, here I come. And the second prize goes to that music link. Uh, hello, Mr. Horn. Welcome to Monte. Oh, I say he's not here, is he? <laughs> and, and, uh, by the way, my name is Lancelot Carlyle, and I'm in charge of the British contingent. The British contingent? Yes, you and me. Now, look here. We must stick together. These foreigners aren't to be trusted. Oh, they're up to all sorts of mischief. Well, come on, Mr. Horn. Let's get over to the British headquarters. It's all been arranged for us by the foreign office. Yes, well, it's a cozy little beach hut, really. Uh, what about some tea? Good idea. I mean... Oh, bother. There's a hole in the kettle. I bet that's the work of the Valari gang. <laughs> Look, you stay here. I'll uh, hop off and get you a new one. Ah, well, now here's a good chance to rehearse. Oh, what? No piano? Just had a basket, I suppose. You've heard of the old lamp lighter. Uh, Come in. Good evening. I am sorry to trouble you, but I wondered whether you could lend me a pair of swing trunks. Hello, there's something fishy here. I bet she's. I bet she's a spy from the French contingent. You must not suspect that I am a spy from the French contingent. I bet she's after a crafty peep at my song. I'd give anything for a crafty peep at his song. She'll be lucky. Monsieur, what are you mumbling about? I was going to ask you the same thing. (laughs) Monsieur, you are very handsome. And suddenly I have a strange, irresistible urge to run my fingers through your... Oh, well, perhaps not. (laughs) And what do you want with me, madam? Nothing, nothing. I'm just being Monsieur, I need soothing. Sing to me. Oh, all right, but uh, what shall I sing? The song that you are going to sing in the International Festival of Popular Songs. All oh, right, well, uh, just a minute. I'm onto your game. I know who you are. Sacrebleu! I underestimated you, monsieur. Right, I should think you did. Well, Madame X, you can just go back to your boss. And tell him from me, the British song doesn't leave my throat until Thursday night.
1: Curses the viol!
0: Oh well. Well, I better unpack my trunk. Cool, Evans. What are you doing in there? They your art. You are looking down the barrel of a forty-five caliber slide trombone. <laughs> One move and I'll blast you to the hell. Who are you? I am Hermann Stump,
1: <laughs>
0: musical director of the German contingent. Now hand over your song. Never. Very well. I do not wish to use such drastic methods of torture, but you leave me no choice. Do your work. Very well. One, two... No, 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 stop. I surrender. I surrender. I'll give you what you want. All I stump drum that
1: These
0: bagpipes are pointing straight at your ear. Any funny business and I'll play you a chorus of Scotland the Brave.
1: <laughs> now,
0: get out of here. Oh, thank heaven you came when you did. Things are moving fast now, Horne. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I managed to break into the committee rooms and get an advanced copy of the program. It's sabotage. What do you mean? They've got a foreign pianist accompanying you. Good heavens, who? Centrinius.
1: <laughs> I told
0: you they'd stop at nothing. But don't worry, Horne. I won't leave your side until after the concert. We'll win through somehow.
1: And <laughs> the Sandwich
0: Home. Three. Well done. <laughs> Jolly good chat.
1: <show. laughs> well, that
0: was the British end wasn't it? <laughs> and now, here is the Italian entry, Signora Prego singing his own composition, Ministroni.
1: <laughs>
0: Ministroni, oh, oh. ministrone. Oh, oh. you take some lentils and rice, potatoes cut like a dice. Then you go, come and go, come and go, come and go, come until the days nice. Minnie, oh, oh, it makes your heart loop the loop, and your fall it in a loop, Italian for two. And by by the unanimous verdict of all Italian organs, Ministroni is the
1: winner. Well,
0: bad luck, Mr. Horn. But you didn't disgrace the old country by coming in 25th. Oh, thank you, sir. (laughs) I must admit he won fairly. I think I ought to congratulate him. Senor uh, Senor Figo. Yes. Just a minute. I say, Carlisle, this man's an imposter. It's an obvious disguise. I knew there would be dirty work somewhere. Else. All right, the game's up, whoever you are. What have you got to say now about the winning song? Well, I told you in London he's all right, if you give him a bit of a twist. <laughs> there are four people who are always giving songs a bit of a twist, and very nicely they twist them, too. For instance, they've pre-recorded their accompaniment, and now somehow they're going to fit a song to it. So stand by for a double portion of the Fraser Hayes Four, which, unless I'm mistaken, makes, let's see. eight. Hey. Josie, sing along, sing along, sing along, Josie, sing along, sing along, sing along, Josie, hey, sing along, sing along, Joe, hey, sing along, sing along, Joe, duty, duty, sit, listen, do, duty, sit, listen, do, duty, sit, listen, while hey, sing along, sing along, Joe, hey, sing along, sing along, Joe, Mike and sing it too, Marty, Mike and Narly, sing it too, Marty, Mike and Narly, sing it too, Marty, while hey, sing along, sing along, Joe, hey, sing along, Sing along, Joe. Sing along, sing along, sing along, Josie. Sing along, sing along,
1: sing along, Josie. Sing, sing along, sing along, Josie. Hey, sing along, sing along, go, Hey, sing along, sing along, go. Oh, Laura, you like a ladybug.
0: Horn documentary feature, (laughs) Hornorama. Yes, once again, Kenneth Horn and his team of investigators bring you a factual report on topics of immediate interest. (laughs) And tonight, we present a close-up on water. Just a few reflections. Well now, what would we be without water? Filter. Little do we realize the big part that water plays in our lives. You speak to yourself. <laughs> well, I see. Yes, I think I see. Now, one of, of the romantic associations of water. Now, here's a lady who's just come back from our honeymoon. Madam, I, I, I believe you went to Niagara. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's right. Lovely place to go for a honeymoon. Yes. Now, what did you think of Niagara Falls? Falls? What? <laughs> yes, yes. Finally, a very important use of water: cleansing. Now let's have a word with a, a butter cleansing operative. What's your name, sir? A Stanley Birkinshaw. A sheet cup butter council. Yes. What exactly is your job? Well, every morning just as dawn is streaking across the sky. I slip out of the house and proceed round the district spraying the streets. Oh, you mean on, on, uh, on one of those water cars? No, by myself. And thank you very much, Mr. Birkinshaw, for laying the dust in the studio. Now then, water, water. Well, apart from its many practical uses, water can also give a great deal of pleasure. And in recent years, underwater sports, such as skin diving, have become tremendously popular. Maybe, Yes, Andrew? Where, where are my flippers? You've got them on your feet, Andrew. Oh, oh, so I am. I thought me toenails needed cutting. <laughs> well, Andrew, dear, how do I look? Can I be honest? You look like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Hmm? That's not very nice, Andrew, dear. No, don't forget, you started me off on this frogman's lap. Yeah, but you take it too far, sitting in the bulrushes all day, croaking. (laughs) Uh, Come on, then. Get your harpoon. Uh, And off we go on another adventure into the mysterious depths. I've changed my mind, Ambrose. I don't think I'll go in today. Oh, Gracie, why not? It's too crowded here in the children's paddling pool. Yes, water has a fascination for most of us, particularly such famous underwater explorers as Hans and Lottie Hutt. We sent Cecil Snaith under the Red Sea to interview them.
2: Well, hello, listeners. I'm speaking to you from inside a diving suit on the bottom of the Red Sea. From where I'm standing, I can see a shoal of multicolored fish. And outside the helmet there are even more. <laughs> well, now... Hans and Lottie haven't actually arrived yet but when they do they've promised to show me some of the denizens of the teeth particularly the giant whale which is rarely seen in these waters i understand that the whale is quite friendly and spends most of his time lying on the ocean bed and <laughs> here's a funny thing he he sleeps with his mouth open <laughs> i wonder if he snores <laughs> of course it's mainly with the hope that unsuspecting fish will swim in so now, until they arrive, let me describe some of the beauties of the underwater world. Over there is a vivid patch of coral. Here, a pretty cluster of sea anemones. Oh, and just here, I spotted an underwater cave. It's, it's rather dark inside, but I'll, I'll venture in and see whether I. Oh. And this is Cecil Jonas returning you to the studio.
0: Finally, let us consider those who earn their living from the sea, those weather beaten old salts who brave the cruel sea in all weathers for the sake of good catch. The fishermen of England. Hello, Rodney. Hello, (laughs) Charles. Welcome aboard. Nice place you've got, Charles. Yes, it's nice, isn't it? I caught it this morning. <laughs> Is that all you caught? Yes, I haven't seen a soul all day. <laughs> I say, Charles, I hear you've got a new net. Any good? Rather. When there's a gale blowing, it rarely keeps my hair in place. <laughs> but, uh, what about you, Roder? Oh, well, I've been going out to help the herring fleet. Oh, uh, you mean a sort of herring aid? Oh, <laughs> Oh, you are an awful wag. Still, I enjoy it. I just love to hear them say, there he goes. The best fisherman in the whole fleet. Oh, Rodney, you're always fishing for compliments. <laughs> well, I'd better cast off. Shall I give you a hand? No, 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 no. I can manage. it. There. Oh, Charles, it's quite the best pullover you've ever knitted. <laughs> Kenneth Horn saying goodbye for now and leaving you with this thought from a listener. If you told a secret to a rat catcher, would he keep his cap shut? Good night. You might have either been listening to a lot of just missed Beyond Our Ken, a sort of recorded radio show which gave employment to Kenneth Horn, And also to Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden, Bill Pertwee, Patricia Lancaster, the Fraser Hayes Four, and the BBC Review Orchestra, conducted by Harry Rabinowitz. The script, believe it or not, was written, and letters of complaint should be sent to Eric Merriman and Barry Took. However, the owners must inevitably fall on our producer, Jake Brown. (coughs)